Victoria Shadko, it's uh, such a pleasure to be able to welcome you to RT Lyric Live and to what is a very special, a very significant concert this evening with the Ukrainian Freedom Orchestra. But I want to talk to you firstly about your life in the Ukraine because there is a great many aspects to your career, not just as a conductor by any means, but as a musician, as a teacher. Can you tell me about that? Uh Yes, uh, thank you for the uh, for invitation. Uh, for me, it's a big honor and uh, also a big happiness uh, to combine uh, professional activities and speaking with you here now because we are colleagues. And for me, this is a very special feeling to be myself a, a national symphony radio symphony orchestra conductor in Ukraine and being here uh, with uh, speaking with colleagues. This is a, for me a very nice family feeling and great for us too. Nice, thank you. And of course, it's a special pleasure to see on the stage tonight my colleagues, my friends, my students, my former students, the uh, stud- uh, study colleagues of my sons. sons. So I, I saw tonight many people whom I know from all, all over from all over the country, from so different cities. Uh, they came here to Dublin. For me, it's a very special The Ukrainian... Freedom Orchestra is obviously mm-hmm. uh, very much a family affair as well then. Yes, yes. Uh, it, the idea is uh, very nice uh, to co- uh, to put the people together and uh, also themselves, the artists from the orchestra told me in the intermission and during the rehearsal, for them it's a very special feeling to have the possibility to be together, to play together. It's putting the country together. It's uh, very symbolic to them, you know, new experience. It's interesting now that... Uh, I immediately get this impression of so many of you together and it's uh, easy to fall into the thought, of course, that this is part of a tour or whatever. This is a very different situation, obviously. This year, all your lives must have changed very quickly indeed and it's important, I think, for us to appreciate that this is not just a humanitarian crisis for all of Europe, all the world in fact, but also a cultural crisis. Of course. I would say uh, the very first, what I can see, what I can feel and what I can tell is uh, this is really the uh, cultural cri- crisis. Uh, my os- opinion, and I'm very sure about that, uh, if Ukraine really can have a strong cultural position uh, and co- uh, strong, uh, um, to be really, uh, really united and uh, connected in cultural meaning, uh, this war can happen later or never. Um, the problem is uh, uh, we are too nice people to the other uh, influences, and the Russian government uh, and uh, Russian country was always since centuries. They know this and they use this. Uh, we are too uh, kind, too tolerant to uh, to the things which are normally not acceptable. And uh, I would say if we keep our culture in the position number one in the priorities, this could never happen. So now the, we are the people, the, the musicians, the uh, media people, the cultural people, the teachers, we are the very first who has to be the very first roles defending our identity, our national um, 
national specific our power uh, and our culture uh, we ha we have to learn many things from this situation myself uh, as the war started i was not in my home place not in kiev i was in uh, mykolaiv this is uh, today's time is a very known town very known city because every day uh, is bombed now. Uh, I was there because uh, I am working with Philharmonic Chamber Orchestra there as a principal conductor. And so you are still constantly in touch with your colleagues? Yes, I'm always in touch and I also in Telegram channel with the news from there. And uh, yes, we are speaking by, uh, by telephone, we are writing each other, many people in different places, but uh, in the beginning of the war, I was there preparing the concert. The concert had had to take plan. Uh, it was planned had to take place the twenty fifth of February, uh, so uh, it was one day before before the concerts had to start. And I uh, I was there working with my orchestra planning um, uh, the very nice concert, and it didn't happen. So I saw myself how how it was the beginning. I was directly in the in the uh, south, the very south. And uh, the very first, what the orchestra wanted to do, the people who were able to come for, for collecting instruments, it was in part our chamber orchestra and in part the artists of um, another, another group of musicians who are making folk music. And uh, everybody came to uh, to collect the instruments and the materials, which is the most uh, important for each musician is the musical instrument and the materials. And uh, we we just... We're thinking what to do uh, because the situation was unclear. The very first day, everybody was in shock and we could not make the right decision. So we just came. And as I came very early, I, I came one hour before planned rehearsal. And it was already one while in practicing. Uh, the uh, lady who came there, I told, what are you doing here? Why you are not uh, trying to save your family and to go somewhere? And she says, no, I'm. my children are living in another place and I'm alone at home. And before to get crazy there, I, I think the best, my best place has to be here. And she was practicing. Uh, but it was, uh, of course, she was in stress. And uh, and other people came too. Uh, so we started to think uh, in the situation, what can we do? Um, later, another five person came and it was spontaneous uh, decision. We did one flash mob. Uh, uh, we collected the people who were available uh, and we did uh, one a few, a few pieces of Ukrainian music. We recorded this directly in my telephone and uh, uh, did a small program for 10-15 minutes. Also, it was one... Um, uh, uh, narrator who could who could uh, um, uh, read some Ukrainian patriotic poems about Ukraine, and we did this. Just it was improvisation, and we put this into YouTube, so we can, if you want, we can uh, we can listen this uh, this flash mob is still in YouTube, and after this, it was uh, directly next day after the war, it was already in YouTube. Our uh, sound engineer did the cutting and uh, he prepared this a little as, as much as it was possible, and already next day it was there, and many uh, Ukrainian. Uh, orchestras and groups were uh, join our uh, flash mob and uh, starting to continue the sell themselves. So if you see the video, we are in black, in black Ukrainian national clothes. So this is also symbolic. And in our uh, rehearsal rehearsal place, what was um, in chaos because everybody was getting panic and we didn't clean this. Just we did this like it was. Ukraine. 
світла в імені Твоєму, скільки в ньому доблесті і слави. Ти мечем зустрічала супостата і вогнем ненависті палила, і козацька вдача заповзята гайдамацьким гнівом клекотіла. Падали імперії, трони, і корони розсипали з брахом, і лунали благовісні дзвони на твоїм благословенним шляхом. Ти не звернеш з нього ані кроку, якби вороги не лютували. Він омитий пресвятою кров'ю тих борців, що за вкраїну впали невмируща. Віща їхня слава і нетлінні їхні заповіти. Їм довічні почисті і слава. Тобі цвісти і молодіти, а тобі не знати горя муки, хліб ростити, колоски гайдати, і нехай і діти, і онуки, як я, на тебе кажуть мати, хай продовжать найсвітішу тему, доберуть, що You know, the word spontaneous, when you use it, mm-hmm. fascinates me in this context because it strikes me that things have had to change so quickly Suddenly. for so many mm-hmm. of you. And I wonder, Victoria, do you see yourself now as an artist, an interpretive artist? You are, after all, also guitarist, very well known in that field. Um, as well as a conductor. But do you see yourself now as an interpretive artist or more a cultural leader in a way? Mm, this is a very special uh, mission for all the musicians now is to show uh, to, to all the world. And we are doing this since the very first day. We want to show our uh, people and uh, all the world uh, what our Ukrainian culture yeah. is what we are fighting for, why we want, uh, why somebody wants to destroy us. It has been said that um, your concerts serve as an act of defiance and resistance yes. and that what it really most importantly provides are moments in which to express hope. Yes. Uh, as soon as I, uh, I could uh, get to uh, one safety place, It was uh, in one week I could, uh, I could left the, the place because the city was almost empty and uh, I crossed five countries to get to Poland first. As I came to Poland, it was like my big family because Poland uh, knows me very good after winning the Fiedelberg competition, Gregor Fiedelberg competition. And um, 
All the friends. That what, was for uh, conduct. Uh, of course, this is one of the most yeah. important uh, conductors' competition in the world. And um, since that time, I'm quite known there. So I came there like running to my home, second home. And immediately uh, I was admired these people. Uh, immediately they gave me the place in the concert and they organized another concert for me. So totally, uh, uh, yes, it was a very, very special atmosphere as I came to conduct. And uh, of course, we played Ukrainian music. I felt very strong uh, support of my colleagues uh, who wanted to support not only me, but myself as a representative as as a face of uh, ukrainian culture uh, so they saw they took me as a as a symbol of ukrainian culture there and for me it was very touchful of course you and know, the people were crying in the concert hall having to uproot under such circumstances is a nightmare to most of us obviously but it strikes me that it is even more difficult as a musician to uproot relocate and work somewhere else because Difficult. you need space you need facilities, uh, you need the instruments. Mm. Uh, how, how has that been possible? Mm, well, uh, my violinist, what I saw, uh, what I met, uh, which when I met in Warsaw, she told me uh, she could not take her... Uh, the only what she, she could take with her, it was her three children. Uh, she told me I, I took uh, the oldest one, took the youngest one, I took the, the middle one in one hand, and that's uh, another hand uh, i took my violin that's all what i had with me as as i ran away so uh, each everybody takes the most most important for them and uh, well it was it was like this for conductors maybe a little easier uh, i don't need to take my instrument but you know the orchestra is the most important the orchestra is the souls of the people we are the only profession uh, who plays not the instrument we are playing with the people's minds we are playing with the people's souls how are you personally? How are you feeling? Uh, as a conductor, the most important is to keep my concentration, my conditions, my psychological abilities. And uh, it took quite a lot of time. Just yesterday I spoke with one of my colleagues who are not a conductor, just a musician. Um, and she tells the same. Uh, because I thought it was my problem, but uh, uh, because the very first impression is a shock. And you cannot control your minds and you cannot control your movements sometimes. So uh, everybody has different reactions, but most of the people say about this. Um, but as soon as you start to, to look, you are searching for something stable because everything is getting unstable around you and you cannot make any prognosis, you cannot plan. So the only what is stable, uh, what put in myself what, uh, to, to the stability and help me, me to find myself again, it was the score of uh, score of uh, Chopin piano concerto. What was with me, uh, because in Mykolaiv, as I was preparing the concert, it was a Chopin concerto in the program. And as I came, uh, I jumped just the last moment, jump in one uh, car. Uh, what was bringing me to the border? It was just luck. Um, the the only what I had with me, it was my concert dresses, the baton, my concert baton, and uh, and the score of Chopin. And that was and it. It was it, yes. Uh, uh, because this score I have since many years, uh, this is a present of my teacher, my professor from the Musical Academy. Uh, it was present, uh, his present for my um, graduation from the uh, National Music Academy. So uh, this score is with me as I'm 
you know, as a as a big memory of my teacher who died too in November. Thanks to God, he cannot see this situation now. And so I know this score uh, not only by heart as a music. I know this score with my touches, with my fingers, because I worked so many times with this score, uh, uh, t- turning the pages, making some marks with different soloists, with different students, with everybody. Uh, so this is quite a used uh, score of mine. For me, this is a kind of stability of, of the normal life. And as I took the score again to my hands... Uh, and I turned the pages, what I know since almost childhood. <laughs> uh, it was giving me the stability. Some, th- this was the moment what I was looking for. You know, one of the things that fascinates me talking to you and talking to other artists that I've had the privilege of talking to over the years, not that many, um, but nevertheless, those who have had to um, fight for a means of expression for whatever reason, and it's usually civil unrest, but for whatever reason, I'm not saying there is anything to be gained from this situation that is positive in any way, but I do wonder... Is the music itself and your interpretation of it imbibed with something that it might not have had otherwise? My opinion was always uh, that Ukrainian music is not valued enough and not recognized enough in the world. And this is not the fall or the mistake of the world. Uh, This is the mistake of us, of uh, our mistake, of Ukrainian musicians, Ukrainian uh, politicians, Ukrainian teachers who didn't teach enough, not only us, but also the world, but also us ourselves. We didn't uh, we didn't fight for our culture. We didn't try to 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 show everybody what we have. From, and and now you start to to feel this what you know, like my Chopin concerto from the very childhood. But you see these melodies what you know from childhood with another point of view. Uh, and also, for me, was very. Uh, surprised but at the same time um, very wise uh, uh, teaching me a lot of new experience the situation in one of my concert, uh, con- uh, concerts of the festival which I founded in Nikolai the, uh, the name of the festival is the festival of good Ukrainian music uh, I did this name uh, I don't know this is a very controversial name but I did this extra for these people who, who were believing um, ah, Ukrainian music, this is something local, this is something what has no value, this is really, you cannot compare this with the world-class music, this is not a European level, or something of this. Uh, 
And uh, I know now why this point of view existed and who was teaching us this, our people. But uh, as one of the concepts took place, and this is also this concept we have in YouTube, you can also listen the the, the music, what I selected there. I did this festival of good Ukrainian music. I was selecting myself the pieces, the repertoire. I take the very best. And the people who came to the concert, they told, wow, this is our music? Yes, I thought, yes, this is our composers. Also, not only classical, but just today, living people. This is the people whom whom you have to know. But no, we didn't know we have this kind of music. Wow. And uh, the man told me, I'm not a musician, but I feel now, after your concert, I feel the proudness to be Ukrainian. And I didn't know that we have this kind of music. And why we don't know this? And so the hope is in the... Um, so we were not developing So we have to to start with ourselves. We have to teach ourselves and our people first, and later uh, to bring this uh, this to the to the world. And uh, I did this also literary. Today, for our me- uh, meeting, I brought our perils with me. I have uh, the music what I I conducted in the National Radio Symphony Orchestra as a conductor of that orchestra. And uh, this is for me like my musical Bible. I have this always with me, doesn't matter where I am. The very first what I take is my passport. Second, my credit cards for, pay- for paying my travels. And the number three, I take always the memory stick uh, with, this, with this music and the materials of this music. Because for me, this is a symbol of Ukrainian music. And uh, this, I think, if all the Ukrainians are doing the same, we never have this situation. Can you tell us about the Ukrainian folk dancers? Yes. The composer who, who wrote this music is Levko Kolodub. is one of the prominent, most important, most uh, uh, high-level, uh, wealth-level uh, composers of all the Ukrainian history. For me, this is number one composer, uh, for sure. And um, so... Uh, once he told me, he was my teacher in the National Music Academy. I studied several subjects with him about orchestra styles, about orchestration, instrument, instruments of the orchestra as a conductor. Uh, so t- he teach me. And later, as I was already uh, working for the national radio as a conductor, we were collaborating quite a lot together, playing his music for concerts and also making archival recordings uh, and he told me the history, how he wrote uh, this, uh, how, how he get generally the idea of writing these this dances. And it was quite, uh, quite funny. He uh, traveled quite a lot to Germany uh, because 
right in Germany, uh, uh, he was quite often played and he was quite known and he had many conductors uh, who knows his music and was promoting his music. So he, he went there for the concert and he visited one of the music shops. It was quite uh, quite many years ago as he started this, uh, the dances. So he told me I visited the shop and I was impressed as I found um, a set of 10 CDs. Uh, each CD played uh, Dvorak Slavianic dances with uh, one conductor with one orchestra. And each of 10 CDs was recorded by another orchestra with another conductor. Mm-hmm. So it was a quite popular model at that time. Myself, I was buying some, some sets like this to compare the interpretations. For conductors, very, very useful thing. We have 23 dances, so he did more than Dvorak, more than Brahms, as he wanted to be more and better. Uh, these are short dances. He takes only the main melody, so you can start to recognize. Uh, and it is so similar that people tell, why you don't say this movement is this song and another people can learn more about Ukrainian folklore music. And he told, no, I don't want to give the names because this is only reminding you. This is never the full melody. And so later he continues the melody in his own way. And sometimes in the same dance, you can, uh, you can uh, combine two or three different melodies, which just from the middle one part or from the beginning or from there and you start to recognize immediately as, as you start to recognize it's changing for something different and uh, so if you take any of these dances which are short between uh, one up to three minutes each you can uh, see a, a kind of kaleidoscope of, of, of Ukrainian uh, folk native tunes this is not uh, just even not tunes but motifs yes Uh, as we were working, it was really so exciting work as we did this. Uh, for me, it was unbelievable. Our radio orchestra, I, I, I can imagine maybe many orchestras in uh, other countries uh, has something similar. The studio work, when you uh, work every day in the studio for recordings, and as we were recording these dances exactly, um, after each double, after each interruption, all the musicians, one half of orchestra at least, they were going to the uh, sound engineer to uh, to uh, revise themselves how my, my my solo, how I did this note, how this. Everybody wanted to do this the best way as a, as a Ukrainian musician. They start to feel themselves Ukrainians. So it's a real point. opportunity to yes. add these dances to the canon, as you say, of Vojak, Bella Bartok, uh, yes. and so on. So have you had an opportunity? to perform them publicly. Widely. Yes, I did uh, experiment with these dances. You know, for me, the war started not now. For me, the war started in 2014. 
uh, as we had this problem with the east and with the Crimea. And uh, but it was still uh, uh, possible to to go there for the concerts or before, uh, because the cons the situation which brought us to the war started much earlier, and uh, as still before the war, I was making concerts everywhere in Ukraine. And especially if I was going to this pl uh, these places, which are, for me, uh, was dangerous, and now it's really like this, um, and I I was working with those orchestras, I was always trying to, to play a music of this composer, especially of this um, of these dances. Uh, the, the orchestras uh, in South Odessa or Mykolaiv or Luhansk, these places which are now uh, in the in the war, Kharkiv too. This is a eastern uh, eastern capital, they say, of Ukraine. You have um, really enticed us with these dances, and indeed, as I say, the spirit of the Ukraine through music. And I, I can't thank you enough for spending time with us this afternoon, and for so generously giving us uh, these magnificent concerts. And I think it's time now to hear some of the music. Victoria Shadgo, mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thank you.